Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, now as I'm flipping through old pictures of Liza Minnelli... I feel like mulleted, the the mullet Liza Minnelli was my favorite version. Okay. Do you remember when she had that mullet? Was that like the 80s? Oh, it's a great Liza moment. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're not here to talk about Liza Minnelli. We're here to talk about Karen. Your neighborhood, Karen. Uh... I, we were swapping stories uh, at, at at a campfire over the weekend um, with some acquaintances about neighborhood Karens, and right now the Karens are out. Now, apologies Just to define people. Define a Karen. Apologies to people who actually are named Karen and don't behave this way, but a Karen is a term for mm, a person who maybe has a perception of their own entitlement perhaps. a busybody a busybody she knows better than everybody else she might call the manager when she's very upset about certain things mm-hmm. um and yes so the karens they're out in full force right now just check next door um the the app the next door app or next door to you i don't know 651-641-1071 uh we're just sharing Sharon Karen's. Sharon Karen's. No actual, exactly, no actual identifying factors, please. We don't need to know their real names. Karen will do. Um, But, you know, so this is, at our house, this happened, like, the our kids come home and tell us Karen stories, right? So during our quarantine time, yeah. children are still allowed to play outside. Mm-hmm. They're still allowed to get fresh air. We have found biking is a great way to social distance and still spend time with your friends. Um, There was a period of time a couple weeks ago where we were also under curfew. And that curfew at this particular time of the story of my Karen and 651-641-1071, if you'd like to share your own Karen. We have one Karen. Oh, perfect. Good. So we'll get to that one in just a second. I'll finish telling you really quickly about what the Karen in our neighborhood did. Um, It was like 7.15 and my kids were out biking uh, and they were kind of right around the block and they were in a parking lot doing tricks when a Karen approached them. Oh, God. And began to yell at my children. You need to get home. What are you doing outside? Quarantine starts at eight and you're too close together. Quarantine starts at eight. It was 7.15. They were literally two minutes from my house. I could yell at them and they could hear me. 
they were fine. And they were fine. And she meant curfew, I'm assuming. Well, what did I say? Quarantine. Sorry. Yeah. Curfew. She well, meant curfew she, starts yeah. at eight. Curfew starts at eight. You need to go home. What are you doing? And they came home and told me immediately. And of course, by then I knew she was gone. But I I was so irritated. You wanted to out Karen the Karen. I, I, yes. Then I got my, then my Karen got all upset because yeah. I was like, well, luckily, how dare you well, talk to my children like that? I will say we did have to have a conversation in our house about, OK, how did you react to that, Karen? Right. Because my kids knew full well, number one, they were related. So they they don't have to social distance. Yeah. And number two. They knew exactly what time it was, and yep. they knew how I would get a hold of them. That's none of her business. It was none of her business, right? And so I said, but I, but you have to be respectful, right? So my younger son said, I just couldn't even look at her because I would start laughing. Who's the Karen in your neighborhood? Who do we have on the line, Holly? Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, we're calling out the Karens. Tell us about the Karen in your neighborhood. Well, we've formed the opinion that a male Karen is a Darren. Oh, this is so great. This (laughs) This involves both a Karen and a Darren. Oh, Karen and Darren. Yes. (laughs) So the the border between our properties, we we cut, our neighbor cuts the grass, right? Mm -hmm. So the border has a sidewalk, but part of the sidewalk is on their property and part of the sidewalk is on our property. So Darren thinks that we don't cut the grass good enough on both on our side of the sidewalk. So he cuts the grass on our side of the sidewalk, knowing full well that over time he can claim that property if he, uh, you know, takes care of it or, you know, has a, like, takes care of it publicly like that. So I told, I told uh, my friend, I said, uh, you know, that song by Madonna pushing my love over the borderline. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of there. So I sing it to myself. Wow. The grass. Yeah. That is a full-blown Darren. That's like a deep Darren. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Okay. Uh, 651-641-1071. Anybody else want to share any stories? You know, Sharon is Karen. I, I, I honestly think that the, the biggest uh, or the, the best thing somebody could do in this moment of Karen's is to check their own Karen. Oh, because the I'm thing that I you just said that. The thing that I can't handle, and here's my Karen... Is like people Karening Karens. Yep. And like out Karening Karen mm-hmm. in response to Karen's Karening. Mm-hmm. And it's like everybody is capable of this Karen like behavior and everybody wants to put it on Karen. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, yeah, but here's the thing you're Karen. Everybody's Karen yes. about Karen. Yes. Okay. So I'm actually glad you said that because my, my friend Meta, who we talked to a couple weeks ago here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, she has started this like inner study of her own Karen. Yeah. And we've started kind of talking about it in this friend group about like our own Karen like behaviors. Because if you're really being honest with yourself, everybody has some Karen in them. And if we can just sort of acknowledge our Karen and acknowledge the Karen in others. <laughs> And just like and but but be aware, aware and oh god of, of your Karen. Karen. <laughs> well, I think only because it, it's that thing of like it's so much easier to see in other people the thing that you probably also possess in yourself. Because yeah. the other thing I know, Namaste, about humankind is there. Yeah, you know, like everybody wants to act like you know. <sighs> that I don't know that people are you know that they're totally different from other people, and the truth is like. 
Everybody's got Karen inside of them. It's true. It's just where your Karen shows. Yeah, and and, and what moment, part of your Karen you decide to nurture. Like in our neighborhood, there were so many Karens flying left and right mm. and center. Mm. Like everybody thinks they know what a Karen is, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you're. Your rush to like point that behavior out in someone else is telling me a lot more about you than it's telling me about that person. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. Because like, who cares? Some somebody wants to like, I don't know. Anyway, you can also own your Karen, <laughs> right? Like, I am yes. I am a Karen who will like who knows that oftentimes if you speak to the manager, things will happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I go directly there. Yeah. You know on a phone call when I'm trying to get something refunded or whatever. But I know that about myself. It's like the time I called 311 on the people that had the geese running I mean, around that, the alley. That was a moment, wasn't right? it? Yeah. Whatever happened to those geese? I don't know. They just disappeared. They're not there anymore? No, I think they just waddled waddled, waddled away. away. Holly, did we have any other Karen calls? No, we don't have time to get to any more Okay. Calls. Well, you know what? Call your call, manager, Karen. Yeah, call your manager. And let us know how that goes. All right, when we come back... I'll be Arthur. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to do it. We have to get the Cobra gang together. We have a mystery to solve, and it has to do with an area (laughs) on Harvey Weinstein. After this on My Talk 107.1. We have to talk about something. It's going to be uncomfortable. I mean... For a minute. Um, But it's it's more uncomfortable for somebody else. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is it that we need to talk about, Bradley? Well, let's get the uh, Cobra Gang together. That's our, like, history mystery solvers troop. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Dun, 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 okay, so we need to talk about Harvey Weinstein's junk. Emphasis on junk. His wiener. Ugh. Now, I know you might be saying to yourself, Self, why on earth do you two imbeciles want to tell me about Harvey Weinstein's genitals? Yeah, that's accurate. And I would say to you, because they're part of a larger narrative. And that narrative is... A small part of a well, larger narrative. A, um, well, an increasingly uncomfortable topic of discussion, but one I think we must have, because Holly alerted us to this story over the weekend that Page Six had a headline, um, which actually took stories, stories, details from um, somewhere else on the internet, internet, <laughs> which I will get to in a moment. But the headline was simply this, Harvey Weinstein's deformed penis explained. Mm-hmm. Holly... Oh, geez. Yep. Do you want to tell us how you happened upon this story? Sure. I was Saturday morning having my cup of coffee, reading my stories, and headline page six, Harvey Weinstein's deformed penis. So, of course, I took a screenshot of it and sent it to you. I think Colleen might have just Googled the condition that he had. I did. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, God. So now Find why, me. Holly, yeah? would we be curious to know what's really going on with Harvey Weinstein's wiener? Well, because it was touched upon, sorry for the bad words, uh, during the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault criminal trial. Yeah, in fact, at the time, they talked about um, this. There was this very weird 
offshoot of the Harvey Weinstein story, wherein they talked about his um, deformed, deformed genital region parts. Mm -hmm. Right. And we were like, what? What's going on? And they described it and it didn't make sense. Like there were all sorts of theories about what was going on. But this actually tells the story. So it kind of. It, it finishes the story that started that we never quite understood what we were um, being told. And the story that you found, Holly, discusses, um, according to this report in Graydon Carter's Digital News Weekly airmail entitled The Making of a Predator, and they go deep on Harvey Weinstein, This there is this anecdote, not anecdote, there is this story about how he suffers from a deformity and the deformity is called Fournier's gangrene. Yes, Fournier's gangrene. Do not Google it. Well, now you're going to Google it. Don't do it. Just take my word for it. Um, and that is apparently it's apparently a life-threatening bacterial infection. The infection can strike middle-aged men and diabetics. And apparently, um, it's when bacteria enters through a cut or scratch in the gentle region mm-hmm. and spreads through the bloodstream. So some patients can then require some skin grafts. But in extreme cases, uh, as in Harvey Weinstein's, it requires an operation to remove uh, the the berries. Not the twig, just the berries. Yeah. So that that explains these reports when he was in court of his accusers saying that he had deformed gentles um, and also describing possibly that he was, quote, intersex. That Again, that is a, a very broad, complicated, many-layered conversation, which you could just boil down to say there were a lot more questions than answers. And right. this story is finally giving us answers. And also making us not want to understand this thing because I don't want to live in a world where this thing is possible. That's all right. I'm going to say. Right. Ew. I do. But I actually think that this, there is like a, a another important piece to this story um, that t- that tells you some details about what would be going on with harvey weinstein when he was about to victimize somebody that shows how premeditated it it was Mm -hmm. because one of the side effects of this illness was erectile dysfunction and uh as a result of that his assistants were hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
are often dispatched to secure a type of drug that is injected directly into the genitalia mm-hmm. prior to intercourse so that he could maintain the turgid state. And um, that to me tells or that to me, and I'm not a member of the jury, but whatever, they've already made their decision, um, tells me that there was premeditation to some of the behaviors that we heard from Harvey Weinstein. And, and this that is awful. The the story that this page six report was based on actually tells um, just, you know, the story behind it. So. Uh, there's a little a, a little chunk that says, and then there were, were the hapless assistants who had to procure Harvey's meds, such as Caverject. That's the drug you just talked mm-hmm. about for erectile dysfunction. Um, and it tells the story about this bacterial infection he had in St. Bart's in 1999 that was apparently a very traumatic experience for him, which is clearly part of this overall narrative of his much larger issues. That's so interesting. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. We'll tell you what it is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Who's your D bag trainer? Uh, my D bag is an outfit called the Daily Mail. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. Wait, why is the Daily Mail your D bag today? Is it because they wrote an entire story about what um, Kelly Clarkson was wearing when she went outside with no wedding ring on? No, but I'm not surprised, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to double check my work here because. They they change their headlines and oh gosh I they, ta- that's a reason enough for them to be d bags right so like and I when I saw this I go ooh take a screenshot of this because something tells me mm-hmm. somebody's that... gonna call them out and they'll change their reporting exactly so, they do that all the time so um and of course I took a screenshot of the wrong thing oh no but, but here's the thing I can totally I, this is fine. So it's um, fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. fine. It's okay. So my D bag today is the Daily Mail because of this headline. Uh, One in 70 Black Lives Matter protesters in Minnesota test positive for COVID-19, sparking fears of a spike. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that headline leads you to believe what? That that the protests were spreading COVID. Exactly. At a at a rampant rate. Exactly. But which is what everybody was concerned about. And Karen had a lot of opinions about that. Yeah, everybody was like, Oh god, this is gonna lead to horrible and you know, rightly so, I think a lot of people were concerned, as were actual health experts, about um a spike in uh COVID nineteen mm-hmm. cases. So that headline when I saw it, um 
Yeah. Okay. So when I when I first saw that headline, I thought to myself, "Oh God, that's that's scary." Like. Uh, sparking fears of a spike. Oof, that mm-hmm. means like we should be careful. And then I kept reading and it said, um, oh, see, they changed it. Gosh uh! darn it. I totally, totally wish that my dumb screen cap, because the very first words after that, where it says like, everybody's afraid for this spike, uh-huh. says these early numbers show there is no reason to be concerned Uh, at this point for a spike. uh So the story itself says this is actually very low and it's far lower than they had expected. They thought it was going to be, or actually that rate of 1.4% of testers uh, or protesters responding positive um, is lower than the 3.7% seven-day average of positive tests overall, Mm. right? And officials warn it's too soon to forecast that this could lead to widespread community transmission. Basically, I'm taking them to task for making in the headline use... Because most people do what? Read Read just the the headline. headline, And then that's the whole story. But if you didn't read the story, you would be predisposed to think like oh god this is a horrible thing oh yeah karen would be calling all the neighbor ladies and saying i told you and then we would have to like do all the work for the karens or you know despite the karens to go back and say actually um everything right now seems fine but we're going to keep an eye on it just in case it's it's not as you know pants on fire as perhaps the daily mail would like you to believe Mm -hmm. and that's a behavior that i absolutely 100 percent also, just the fact that they did exactly what I knew they were going to do tells me everything I need to know oh, about this piece of trash. The Daily Mail is incredibly predictable. Incredibly predictable. Because I literally screen capped. Yes. But of course, I screen capped the wrong well, thing. And that, okay, so, so if I can just sort of widen the D bag when we talk about the Daily Mail, because this is not the first, nor shall it be the last time that they go to print with a story and somebody calls them out on it. Yeah. And they say, and they go, Oh yeah, you know what? We were wrong. And then they just, they don't retract anything. They just change it. It's like editing a tweet, Mm -hmm. which you can't even do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a D bag. Would you like to know who my D bag is? Of course I would like to know who your D bag is. It's lady antebellum. Oh, no, it's called Lady A now. Well, mm-hmm. that's why they're a D-bag. Oh, no. Because did you hear about this? No. So this was the big headline on Friday was that this the band, Lady Antebellum, yep. changed the name of their band because they, quote, were not aware of the connotations having to do with the South, the Antebellum South. Which, like, okay. Right? How do you not? What was? I don't know. Anyway, guess what? Uh-oh. Ooh. There's already a Lady A. Oh, no. They didn't oh, even Google? It's, it's so bad, you guys. What? Her name is Anita White. She's a 61-year-old African-American blues oh, singer no, no, from no. Seattle. And she has been performing under the name Lady A for decades, since the 1980s. Oh. She has released several albums under her name, Lady A. And now Lady Antebellum without... You guys, what we're learning is they don't research 
anything. Well, I was going to say, this is also illustrative of the larger problem that I oh. think they thought they were addressing by doing what they Thank did. Thank you. Can you explain that further? Because you are oh. absolutely extrapolating exactly what I hoped you would from this. So um, they're saying, like, our white privilege blinded us to the not the ignorance of the word antebellum, which mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm I don't anyway. Mm hmm. So in response, for those of you who don't know, who haven't Googled yet, has uh, has the antebellum South has an association with slavery. Well, and specifically what happened was there was this whole cultural myth that surrounds the time before the Civil War that makes it seem like the South was just everybody was pleased as punched to. Mm-hmm. To have slavery, right, and that things and that were even... better before you know the Union came down and told them they couldn't have their peaceful way of life. Excuse me, and, please. And this and the story that they pushed was not only that the masters were happy, yeah, but, but the that slaves, slaves were happy. Were happy. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's like a real thing. Anyway, fine. So, in responding to that, they then don't stop to go. Well, okay, we're going to change our name to Lady A, but like maybe do a Google search. Maybe they're like manager, like, I don't know, the label. Have they responded to this story? No. As of, what day was that? Well, I suppose it was three days ago. As of the 12th, Rolling Stone, um, wait, uh, wait, told Rolling Stone magazine, so Anita White the uh, 61-year-old African-American blues singer from Seattle who had been recording and performing you, under the name Lady A for decades. Can you just imagine her going to the social media oh. last week and being like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Hello. And she, she like, beep, boop, boop, beep, called up Rolling Stone. Good. Um, they, she said that representatives from Lady Antebellum did not reach out to her prior to announcing their name change. Um and at this point, I don't know that we have heard anything from oh, Lady God. Antebellum about this or Lady A. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call the. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, now they're just going to go by the name Lady. I. They should just. Oh, my God. Somebody I, they, probably already goes by that. Name. I know. They need to just start over. Scrap it and start over. Don't be Lady anything. It's just. Exactly what you said, like the the irony. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say irony because that makes it sound like there's something humorous in it. Well, and that's it also gives them a get out of racist free card, which I just uh, that's the thing again. Like we're in this moment where we're just supposed to own the stuff. So like if you did the thing, don't just be like, I was I was dumb or I didn't know better. Like, okay, well, that's not an excuse. So like do something that knows better. Right. But in the do trying to do the thing that's better, they even fell down on that job, which indicates that they weren't really doing something that knows better. Right. Um, They were just doing something that appeared uh, to use an oft overused term woke. Yeah. To get, you know, I mean, that that is at least. That's where I, that's what it seems like to me. But, you know, so uh, I can't believe. the actual Lady A uh, told Rolling Stone that she does have a business trademark for Lady A LLC. 
She will be speaking with a lawyer this Good week. Um, she said for them to not even reach out is pure privilege. I'm not going to lay down and let this happen to me. But now the burden of proof is on me to prove that my name is, in fact, mine. And I don't even know how much I'll have to spend to keep it. But she has absolutely no intention of giving up her name that she has built an entire, it is 2020. She has been performing under this name since 1980. That is 40 years that she has been making money off of her very own name, her very own brand. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Lady Antebellum Mm -hmm. wanted to try to wipe Mm -hmm. that out Mm -hmm. in just a second. They already, by the way, Lady Antebellum, Lady A, uh, has already changed their social media profiles, Apple Music, and Spotify accounts to reflect this name change. Back. I'm gonna go over to their to insties. the drawing board. Oh, they don't. Oh, what? 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 Lady mm-hmm. Antebellum. Oh, they. Hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Investigating. Okay. He's googling. Googling. Uh no, they don't have any posts since. Four days ago. So, I mean, this is a mess. No, no. Yep. Fools. Uh, So we'll stay tuned with that story. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got to double down on the D-bag. We got to talk about Prince Andrew. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And sometimes we have so much D-bag that we just can't put it all in one spot. Need more. So we have a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who is it, trainer? That's Prince Andrew. He's a frequent flyer these days. He's just a dirty D-bag. And alleged pedophile. Okay, um, I want to tell you about Prince Andrew's latest shenanigans. Now, last week, you'll remember, U.S. authorities formally asked uh, the United Kingdom to interview Prince Andrew on their behalf because, you know, he'd been so willing to talk. Not. By refusing to talk, Mm -hmm. such that the U.S., uh, the Department of Justice was like, yeah, hi, uh, we need you to question this dude about his friendship with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Um, And uh, the stories that uh, accompany him, which include but are not limited to having sex with Virginia Roberts, Mm -hmm. Jiffer, or Mm -hmm. whatever her name is, Mm -hmm. um, when she was underage. I think she was 17 at the time, right? Yes. Anyway, well, now the latest installment in that story, and the reason he is the subject of our double bag, <laughs> D-bag double down. Double bag it. Double bag and D-down. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they do. Is that he is demanding the United States extend an olive branch to him before he will speak Okay, what does that even... Jeffrey Epstein. Like, what does that even mean? So, this is... Like, he wants some hospitaliano... Thank you, and and Olive Garden brand. Yeah, and all you can eat breadsticks. Honey, doesn't work that way. So, so apparently, a source close to the Duke of York told the Daily Mail on Sunday. Well, it's the Mail on Sunday, which I think is just the Sunday version of the Daily Mail. Quote: Until there's an olive branch from the Department of Justice and an attempt to establish trust, 
we can't deal with them. The Department of Justice has been painting an entirely inaccurate picture, and this third time was enough. Three strikes and you're out, DOJ. There have been three provable breaches in the DOJ's own rules in talking about cases while the Duke has played a straight bat out of respect for the rule. That must be some cricket metaphor. Out of respect for the rules and the process. There's no way the Duke's lawyers can recommend an engagement with the Department of Justice when they're breaking... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The rules. They need to do something to start rebuilding trust. So, interesting. Okay. Here's what you got going on here. This is simply Prince Andrew's people coming up with an excuse as to why he can't talk because he doesn't want to talk because they know. Because he's got something to say. Because if they ask him questions, he is going to have to say the thing Mm -hmm. that criminals say, which is, I Mm -hmm. can't say Mm -hmm. because I don't want to incriminate myself. I don't want to incriminate myself. myself. So I think this whole notion of like, they need to establish, uh, you know, some trust. Mm-mm. No, they don't. Mm-mm. No. You, you have information. They need it. Yeah. This is stalling and yeah. fear. And like you said, Bradley, trying to avoid incriminating himself. It's just coming up with an excuse as to, uh, another so reason obvious. not to testify. But you still have this ni- nice little uh, story about why. Like, oh, I really wanted to testify, but they have lied. Yeah. And they have gone above and beyond to make me look like a bad person. I just, I can't in good conscience talk to them. Okay, can I tell you about... Fat chance, Grandpa. Sorry, what? Can I tell you about somebody else who does not seem to have good conscience? Sarah Ferguson, his former wife. Okay. Who is quarantining with him, Prince Andrew. Yeah. Do you know what she's doing? Now, and I'll have you connect the dots here in a second, but she is running a program that is called Storytime with Fergie and Friends. So Is I was she telling stories about how he's not uh, sleeping with no. underage women. No, she's literally reading stories to children on her Instagram. <gasps> so I was over at her Instagram because of another headline I saw. And I was like, why are all these pictures of her reading children's books? Sure enough, story time with Fergie and friends. Would you like to would you like to um, point out what's distasteful about that? I mean, Jeffrey Epstein slept with children. She's actually sexually assaulted children. Yes, raped children. She is living at home with her ex husband, Prince Andrew, who won't talk to investigators about his friendship with a pedophile, probably because it will make 
the world know about his behaviors Mm -hmm. while his ex-wife, who's living in the same home as he is, is reading stories to children. She's dressed up like little red rock. I don't even know what to do with all I of this. I have so many inappropriate comments the to make. The world is tr- is a dumpster fire. Ah, I just poor Sarah Ferguson. Poor no. Sarah Ferguson. She is. No. She is sit. She is uh. right now. She is watching Oprah next to what? Prince Andrew. I'm just saying, like they are like sharing space together. In life, like they are interacting on a daily basis, like you do with the other people in your neighborhood, in your home. And she, it, the her, the public facing side of Sarah Ferguson is reading children's stories to children, while the public facing part of her ex-husband, Prince Andrew, is trying to avoid asking or answering questions about having sex with children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. I just wanted us all to be aware of the constellation in front of us. Very gross. It's well, super gross. And it just it it um makes it ever more clear that he needs to talk to authorities and just get it over with. Or yes, and also that they operate under a whole different set of rules of than the rest of do. the world. Oh, of course they do. She like is able to read children's stories while her Creepy ex, which, by the way, they live together, yeah. is refusing to tell authorities what he knows about his pedophile bestie. Yeah. Well, she has selected a book called Ish. Yeah. Which I think that's appropriate, mm-hmm. Sarah. Yeah. That's what I say to you, ma'am. Ish. I really would be interested in hearing what she has to say about this I, thing, because I wonder if she's one of those people in situations like this who has completely walled off reality you know that reality yes remember that sarah ferguson got caught behind the scenes trying to broker access to prince andrew before william and kate got married about 10 years ago and she got into a lot of trouble for doing that well and remember also she i mean she had a relationship with jeffrey epstein as well a business relationship right oh also read all the comments on all of her Instagram. It is delightful. How about the story of the man who couldn't sweat? Bet you kids want to hear that one. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the thing that you are absolutely not comfortable doing yet? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this.